Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dark Crossroads. Today we're covering a cold case that is still unsolved to this day about a girl who was beautiful, just turned 17 years old, and had her whole life ahead of her. Deanna Crimmin was a beautiful 17-year-old girl from Somerville, Massachusetts, a town just outside of Boston. She had just celebrated her birthday and had a full life ahead of her. The teenage years are full of hope and wonder for so many young people. They are full of big dreams and high hopes, but they rarely expect their lives to end tragically or at such a young age. Deanna was part of the child development program at her school, and she worked with a lot of the third graders. She had dreams of becoming a preschool teacher when she grew up. She came from a large, lower middle-class family and had two sisters and three brothers. She often looked after her little brothers and mothered them in her own way. Besides caring for her family, she stayed busy with a job at the local market and volunteered at Somerville Cable Access Television Network. Deanna was also quite social with her friends and her boyfriend. She was well-liked at school and often spent time with friends outside of the school hours. When she wasn't busy with other activities, she could often be found with her boyfriend, Tommy, who she frequently spent the evenings with studying. On March 29, 1995, Deanna Kremen followed her usual Wednesday routine of going out with her friends and then visiting her boyfriend after a day of school at Somerville High School. She called her mother to let her know that she would be a little late home past her 10 p.m. curfew because she was watching a television episode with her boyfriend. Tommy, her boyfriend, walked Deanna about halfway to her house before returning home to receive a food delivery order. When Deanna didn't return home around midnight, her mother tried to reach her on her pager without success. She had just gotten this pager for her birthday, as cell phones were not around yet. She figured Deanna was staying the night at Tommy's and that she would see her the next morning. The next morning came. This was four days after her 17th birthday. Deanna's body was found at 8 a.m. behind a senior housing complex located less than a block from her home. She was found by two young children that she had babysat previously who were taking a shortcut on their way to school. Her body was lying on its back beneath a tree and was mostly undressed. Deanna's father, who was still at home, was notified of his daughter's death, and he had to call his wife at work to inform her of this heartbreaking news. The news only got worse as a police and medical examiner determined from her autopsy that she had also been sexually assaulted and strangled to death. A few people were identified as persons of interest in this case. First was her boyfriend, Tommy, who was considered to be the last person to see her alive. Deanna's mother noted that it was unusual that Tommy had only walked Deanna halfway to her house because he normally would walk her to the door and make sure that she was home safe. When they interviewed him, however, he had a plausible excuse for not walking Deanna all the way home. It had been late that night when the television show they had been watching ended, but Tommy hadn't eaten yet and wanted to order food. He called to set up a delivery, but Deanna wanted to go home before the food arrived. He told police that he only walked her part of the way because he wanted to make sure that he was back in time to meet the delivery driver. 
When asked, he was able to produce a receipt for the food. Deanna's friends also indicated that an unnamed Somerville firefighter who was more than twice her age had developed an interest in Deanna recently. A third man, also unnamed, was designated as a person of interest but was eventually imprisoned for an unrelated charge at Massachusetts Correctional Institution Cedar Junction. A fourth man was reported to have been seen around the scene of Deanna's murder on the night of March 29th, but was never identified or named as a person of interest, and the case quickly went cold. A thousand mourners attended her funeral at St. Polycarp's Church, including a procession with 150 vehicles. In 2005, Middlesex District Attorney announced new forensic evidence had been found with procedures that were unavailable in 1995. This obviously raised a lot of hope of progress in the case, but again, no charges were pressed and no evidence was found. In 2009, the Middlesex DA stated that the murder would be solved, but law enforcement needed witnesses who have remained silent so far to come forward. The DA called for all new information to be reported to her office. Deanna's family erected a billboard each year since her death to offer a reward for any information about her killer. At the bottom of the billboard, a quote read, You know what you did to me. How much longer must I wait? Please make my time in heaven restful. The reward for any information leading to an arrest and or prosecution has grown from $10,000 in 1995 to $70,000 today. Deanna's family holds a prayer service and special events in her honor every March to help bring awareness to her case. The family finds the events difficult to do, but it allows them the opportunity to talk to the media and help ensure people remember Deanna's case. Trees and benches around the city have been dedicated to Deanna. The Deanna Kremen Reward Scholarship is a $500 annual award given to one recipient currently attending the Child Development Program at Somerville High School. Also in the summer of 1995, Deanna Kremen Square was dedicated to her. The idea was proposed by a friend, Danielle Schutt. The square is located on the corner of Jack Street and Temple Street, which was Crimmins' neighborhood. It is also located near St. Polycarp's Church, where her funeral was held. The family places a new wreath on this place every year. In 2016, the former Otis Playground on the corner of Otis and Dana Street was renamed the Crimmins Playground in her memory. It has improved security features, including lighting and cameras. A friend of Deanna's published a poem titled Waiting for Your Return in Teen Inc. magazine. Willie Alexander, a former member of the Velvet Underground, wrote a song about her death titled Who Killed Deanna, which appeared on his albums The East Main Street Suite and The Dog Bar Yacht Club in 2005. Seventeen years later, the case has not been forgotten. On October 1st, 2006, hundreds of people wearing shirts reading Justice for Deanna, marched through her old neighborhood seeking action on the case. The case has been repeatedly featured on WFXT television, New England's Unsolved, through 2009. On March 30th of 2013, hundreds of supporters retraced her last path 
through the streets of Somerville's Winter Hill neighborhood. In 2019, the district attorney's office opened a new cold case unit and took a closer look at Deanna's case. Authorities are hopeful that new DNA technology will help them solve this case. They are at a point in the investigation where they believe they know who killed Deanna, but still need more evidence to arrest the suspect. Deanna's mother fell into a very deep depression after her daughter's death, as any mother probably would do, and she suffered from drug and alcohol addiction. Personally, my own opinion is that if you lose a family member in this way, especially a mother losing a daughter, you have the right to fall into any addiction if it's the way for you to get through it. But with the support of family and friends, she came out on the other end of it, and she now lets her anger and justice work for her. Sadly, the stress of losing his daughter appeared to be too much for her father, who died at the age of 58 years old. Her mother doesn't expect to get closure in her daughter's case, but she does want justice. She has not given up the fight to find Deanna's killer and put him behind bars. This case remains unsolved to this day. Despite any new forensic evidence being identified in 2005 and an increased reward for any information, nobody has come forward. If you have any information about the 1995 murder of Deanna Crimmin, please don't hesitate to contact the Somerville Police Department at 617-625-1600 and you can also email friends of Deanna Kremen at gmail.com. If you want to also submit a tip anonymously, you can contact Crime Stoppers at crimestoppers.com. Alrighty guys, so thanks for hanging out again today. I'm sorry for my voice. I know it sounds a little scratchy. I have a really bad cold, but I really wanted to get this episode out. Um, but if you guys are wanting to send me anything, any um, case suggestions or any stories that you want read on the podcast, just email it to darkcrosswordspodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you just want to say hi, that'd be cool too. Um, you can find us anywhere on social media. My previous um, Facebook page, it got taken down because people were... Um, of course it's Facebook, but people were hacking into the page and actually, um, charged my bank account and made it go negative. So the whole page just got took down, but we are starting a new Facebook page. So it'd be really awesome if you guys check that out and follow us. And, um, I'm going to be posting a lot of new stuff. We're working on merch right now. That's going to be coming out soon. I'm hoping by Halloween that we'll have the merch out. So when that happens, look out for that. Um, if you want a discount on any merch or anything ahead of time, subscribe to the podcast. Any um, subscription is very much appreciated. Um, you, I, I'm pretty sure you can do choose the amount, even like a dollar helps. Um, you get exclusive content and bonus stuff. You'll find that link attached to 
um, any of the social media when I post about this episode. A link to the subscription will be on there and also a link to where you can listen to the podcast and all of our social media and our website also. Um, but with all that said, don't forget to do all the things. Follow, like, share, review, rate, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. All right. So I will see you guys soon. And um, I'm hoping my voice is a lot better by then. Okay. So I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. And don't forget to be weird, stay different, and don't trust anyone. Dark Crossroads Podcast is brought to you by Problem Wildlife. Problem Wildlife serves Western Massachusetts and has been humanely protecting your house and family from unwanted pests for over 20 years. Take back your space with an animal control service that you can trust. They are family-owned, fully licensed, and are knowledgeable and dependable. To find out more about their services, simply visit their website at www.problemwildliferemoval.com. Again, that's www.problemwildliferemoval.com. And the website will also be included in our show notes. The Curiosity Box delivers a cerebral fascination of Vsauce right to your door through engaging science toys, surprising puzzles, and books that expand our understanding of the universe. The creators worked together to create, design, and handpick each illuminating item in the Curiosity Box, including constructive kits, brain games, and imaginative custom t-shirts. Every quarterly delivery will turn your home into a laboratory of wonder. If you have always been curious about the world around you, then subscribe to the Curiosity Box and have access to the most popular science education network on YouTube as it energizes a community of Earth's most inquisitive minds with videos spanning science, math, and the human experience. And now all of that passion is in a box pulled out the screen and put in your hands. You can also receive monthly courses spanning popular academic disciplines to inspire and nurture the next generation of curious thinkers, innovators, and inventors. They are delivering a deeper learning experience through AR, VR, and video lessons on the MEL app. Join the curious community on their journey to explore the world, celebrate the amazing, and support brains for the future of our pale blue dot and beyond.